0: Welcome to another episode of Sky Women. I'm so excited that you joined us today. This week we have with us Dr. Andrea Wedley, who is a pediatrician here in the DFW area practicing direct care. She is a TCU graduate where she studied biology in Spanish and a board-certified pediatrician and internationally board-certified in lactation consulting. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your practice and what we can expect from you in the coming months. So currently, I am
1: a direct primary care pediatrician. So I spend my time taking direct care of patients. So they pay me directly as a monthly fee and I provide concierge type care for their kids. Currently, I'm doing home visits, but pretty soon we're going to be having office space here and doing some offering more services.
0: Yeah. So I think that this, this might be a new concept and maybe an exciting concept to a lot of parents who have children and spend a lot of hours waiting in the pediatrician's office. So talk to us about the direct care model. Like we're not utilizing insurance in a direct care model, correct? Correct. So
1: my patient families pay me the same fee once a month and it, I base my fee depending on how many children they have and what their ages are. And I come to their house and do all of their visits. So I do all their well visits on the you know regular schedule that you would expect. And then I'm available to them for sick uh, visits too. And we'll come to their house if needed. Otherwise, a lot of what I do is talk moms through, you know, kind of what to do. Right.
0: Cause there's a lot of new mom anxiety. We would all love to have our
1: pediatrician on speed right? Yes, for sure. <laughs> And, and I, I definitely provide that service for people. So.
0: That is exciting. But you also have a passion for breastfeeding medicine, which is where you come in under the Sky Women's Health umbrella. We're so excited to know you and to welcome you into the Sky community. So tell us a little bit about breastfeeding medicine, how you got interested in it, what that really means, how it's different than just pure lactation consulting. Okay. Yeah. So
1: I spent eight years in the hospital um, working with moms and babies. So I was a newborn doctor. So mom would deliver the baby and a group of us pediatricians would take care of the baby during that hospital stay. And I noticed during that time that people, you know, women came in without kind of a foundation of knowing how to breastfeed their baby. And so we taught them a lot of what they needed to know in those first 48 hours, which is really difficult because if you've ever had a baby, uh, you have for sure, (laughs) um, that you know that those (laughs) first 48 hours are full of tiredness and excitement and just, it's really hard to learn those skills right then. So through that, I was helping women directly learn to breastfeed, learn to position their baby, all that good stuff in the hospital, and then was able to study and sit for the IBCLC exam. And then as I opened my practice in 2018, I noticed that mom's really needed that extra support out in the community. So I would do breastfeeding help, you know, along the way for my patients, but also I've offered it to the community and then have grown in my interest in breastfeeding medicine and gotten some extra training in the last few years. So breastfeeding medicine is more physician-run breastfeeding consults, basically. So a lot of the lactation consultants in the community are involved in healthcare in some way, but don't have the foundation and background that a physician does. So they do a lot of great work, but coming to a physician, I'm able to diagnose certain problems. I understand the physiology, I understand kind of where problems can occur. Right. And then I'm also able to prescribe medication if that's something that is appropriate for, for your situation. So,
0: okay. Right. Right. So they're not, there's not the in-between where you're having to then go talk to another doctor to get that taken care of. And so after, after you do a lactation consult and you're helping mom to latch and feed baby, are you then weighing baby? Because I'm assuming a big question that mamas have is how do I know if my baby's getting enough milk?
1: Yeah. So almost all of my visits start with, we weigh the baby completely naked. We ask, I ask that you, you know, wait to see the baby until, you know, we're in the visit, if it's possible. So we weigh the baby So they come good and hungry. They come good and hungry. (laughs) Hopefully not angry, but good and hungry. And then, so we weigh the baby first and then as you know we're latching the baby on I you know help with the positioning and then as the baby's feeding we talk through history and kind of the problems that are occurring and then once the baby's finished feeding both breasts or you know whatever they do during that time we weigh the baby again and that gives me a good estimate of how much the baby, transferred from the breast so how much milk the baby's getting and then we usually kind of talk through is this like a typical feeding is this abnormal you know so I could have sort of an idea of this is probably what the baby's averaging at each at each time that they're eating so okay so it's very helpful for some many moms it's very eye-opening also for other moms who think that their baby's getting more than they actually are so
0: right okay. Okay. So what are the biggest challenges, the biggest, like, chief complaint that you see whenever mamas are coming to you for breastfeeding support? Most of the time
1: it's pain. So either pain with latch, pain after latch, you know, worries of the baby's not gaining weight. Pediatrician is worried. The baby's pediatrician is worried that the baby's not thriving like they should. Those are mainly the things I see. Also, I'm able to help moms through, you know, low milk supply or, you know, mastitis or lumps or bumps in their breasts, that, that kind of stuff that's related to breastfeeding.
0: Right. Right. So you're not actually having to engage the ob to get a diet, to get medication for the mastitis.
1: Most of the time I can prescribe, I'm able to prescribe medicine all of the time, but sometimes I involve the mother's OB just to make sure that you know we're not missing anything in right, you know right, her medical history sense. or whatever, but most of the time I I prescribe the medicine myself, and also I can prescribe to help you know with low milk supply. We can talk through alternative things like herbs and and that kind of stuff as well.
0: Okay, so with. Babies sometimes babies have challenges with feeding, and we've seen it with like torticollis. If babies are, you know, they favor one side, or they've got some tightness in their neck muscles, and so sometimes I see babies for osteopathic treatment for that. And so there are other reasons though that babies might have issues. So can you talk us through like those top things that babies might have issues with breastfeeding and how you might can help them?
1: Yeah. So sometimes babies are just young. So If they're born a little bit early or even just on the edge of being term, a lot of times those babies take a little bit longer to wake up and start to feed. It takes a lot of coordination. It takes a lot of work and coordination for the baby to figure it out. And then sometimes you know, if the baby had a slow start in life for whatever reason, you know, mom's health reasons or baby had issues at delivery, that kind of stuff will make them a little bit slower to start. So we can go through, you know, what they're doing now, what mom's body is capable of and and kind of go on a plan based on that. And then also babies can have anatomical issues. So, you know, high arch palate, a jaw that goes back, laryngomalacia, those kinds of things. Tongue ties even can interfere with the baby's ability to transfer milk from the breast. So those are things that I I always examine the baby as well as mom during all of my visits to make sure we've ruled out all those things.
0: Yeah. Awesome. So you can help with tongue ties as well. They're not having to run to a pediatric dentist or... To all the places. Cause I feel like as a new mom in the fourth trimester, you are already a little bit of a hot mess with the sleepless nights and, you know, just feeling fatigued and all the hormonal changes as well. So having to run for your own care and for babies, sometimes it just becomes very overwhelming. So I love that you can do the breastfeeding consult, but you could also take care of the lip tie or tongue tie.
1: I definitely can. So I'm I don't recommend it every single time, so I do a full assessment and make sure that that you know it's my professional opinion that that's causing the issue. But but if it is, and we discuss it, and that's something that the mom wants to take care of, I'm I'm able to clip sometimes ties. Yeah, and just in the, the office, right? You know, in the office during the appointment, it's yeah. a it's a quick procedure. So that's
0: yeah. awesome. Yeah, very exciting. Okay, what are your top tips for mamas who are struggling with breastfeeding?
1: I would say, first of all, it's not easy. It's not easy for anyone. So, you know, us as physicians, we all sit around and we talk about how we had issues too. So don't feel like, you know, everyone has an easy time. Yeah. And then just making sure, you know, you're feeding the baby frequently. So breastfeeding isn't one of those things where you can set a clock and just you know, the baby will respond to that. You, It's it's a full-time job, especially in the first two weeks.
0: <laughs> you're feeding on demand. Not yes, so on college.
1: demand, on baby's demand, not yeah. on your desired demand for sure. So having other people in your life help you take care of all the other things, you know, like your two-year-old that's jumping on the couch while you're breastfeeding or, you know, the laundry pile or whatever. So having other people help so that you can focus on breastfeeding. I would say is the biggest thing, and then third, like your mental health is important. So mm-hmm. a lot of times, breastfeeding is wrapped up in our our thoughts as mothers and our our feelings of significance and worth as a mom, and and it really doesn't need to be that way. And you know, having another physician mom with breastfeeding expertise kind of talk you through some of that. And and there are times that I recommend. Not breastfeeding and this is why and and so we talk through and we we really do individualized feeding right right because
0: that is best right and maternal mental health mom's going to connect better with baby mom's going to take better care of baby if she's taking care of her mental health right
1: so yeah. we worry about mom we worry about her partner we worry about the baby so it's a whole family care sort of holistic idea of making sure the whole family is thriving yeah i like that Okay, I just love babies, and I love this mom baby time of life, and I just love that we've been able to, as physicians learn all of these things to help the help women during this very vulnerable time of.
0: Yeah, of life. So I agree that this is a really vulnerable time, and it's a time where mamas really don't know exactly where to turn. And oftentimes, I see them turning to the mom groups. because We're in the mom groups too, mm-hmm, right? Right. And we don't can't necessarily give medical advice within the mom groups, but we would love to see them at Sky Women's Health. Whether they're going to see you for breastfeeding medicine coming up in January or for lip ties or tongue ties, or they're going to see me for osteopathic treatment or for gynecology services. We would love to see, uh, to help those mamas because fourth trimester is so important. Fourth trimester is really getting much more attention now than it has in years past. We have to support our moms, our babies, our families better in the United States. I agree, <laughs> for sure, most definitely. Yeah, okay, well, thanks for joining us today. Where can our listeners find you? So my website
1: is 127127pediatrics.com and then I'll have a page for our forward services or text or email or calling and, and we'll, we'll give you all that information.
0: Okay, so they can text, email, or call your number on your website to schedule an appointment? Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. amazing. Awesome. Okay, good things uh, to look forward to in 2022. Until next week, be well.